Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Podcast help desk number 116 for Sunday, February 24th, 2019. And I figured I'd jump in here. I had a little uh, uh, thought going on here. And, you know, I see so much bad information out there about podcasting and about what to, you know, how to podcast and, you know, what equipment do you need, what host to go with, all that stuff. And, there's so much bad advice out there. There's, you know, some good advice and, and all that. But what struck me was, depending on who you are getting that advice from, they assume you are a certain type of podcaster. Not every podcaster wants to do this as a business. Not every podcaster wants to take sponsorship. Not every podcaster, you know, wants to do anything more than just get on the microphone and, you know, say something. <laughs> You know, some podcasters want to do high production quality radio style uh, shows and some want to just turn on the microphone or talk into their phone or, or whatever. And, you know, that advice isn't the same for, you know, every podcaster. It's, uh, you know, it's different uh, depending on, you know, <laughs> I like to say, depending on how close to the water heater you record your show. Because, <laughs> you know, most of the... Most of the uh, the indie podcasters, you know, t- tend to be in a little basement studio or a spare bedroom or something like that, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things that you know, not one size fits all. So that's why there is such diversity in tools and you know, microphones. Do I need a mixer? You know, what hosts do I go with? All that. You know, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter. A lot of that stuff does matter. It just depends on what your goal is for your show. You know, and another thing, you know, you're not going to shoot like a rocket ship up to the top of the podcasting heap. You're just not, you know, unless you're already famous for something else and bring an audience. You know, a lot of these shows do not shoot up. And even the big companies, you know, the huge company, NPR can put out a podcast and it's not going to shoot to the top. Now they've got a little bit of an advantage, but you know, it's not going to shoot to the top. So it's, it is a slug or slog, <laughs> whatever that word is. It's not, you know, going to be a hockey stick growth in most cases, you know, and, you know, you got to set your expectations right. And, you know, having a big launch is not necessarily going to do anything for you. Uh, you know, worrying about the ranking in Apple Podcasts is not going to help you that much. It'll help you some, maybe. Certain genres tend to. Uh, you know, getting your show on Spotify isn't going to be the panacea of success. It, you know, Spotify is one place. It's a you know it's becoming a bigger place, but right now it's it's not a huge place. Um, Apple Podcasts is still the eight hundred pound gorilla, followed by all the others, and uh, you know Spotify being one of them. And so there's no reason to you know uh, 
focus on any one uh any one place and you know i i get a lot of people you know in my job you know contacting me oh, i gotta get on on spotify i gotta get on spotify and you know they'll, they'll change hosts or they'll you know they'll, they'll do backflips to get on spotify well spotify is not that hard to get on anymore uh spotify you know any of the hosts can get you on spotify and if you want to do it independently you can directly submit to spotify it's not that hard. And, you know, you got to follow a few rules and you got to have, you know, certain things in your RSS feed. So RSS feeds are still important. You know, that's the other thing. You, you'll hear a lot of bad advice out there. Oh, it doesn't matter about the RSS feed, blah, blah, blah. You know, no, it does. That's how podcasts are distributed via RSS. You know, like it or not, that's how they are currently put out. They just are, uh, you know, sorry, but you know, for those that don't like that, but that is the truth. Now, Spotify distributes a little different in a lot of cases. Some of them are now passed through and some hosts or some, you know, you know, if you go direct, they cash. And what that means is there's one download from Spotify and then they redistribute it, uh, kind of similar to how Google Play still does it even though google play podcast directory is kind of dying and that's fine because nobody used it anyway so don't worry about it please do not lose any sleep over google play anyway i say that too much don't i uh, you know, the, the thing is is the, you know independent podcasters are you know just that independent not everybody has the same goal so not everybody's advice is going to be applicable to what you're doing. Uh, you know, even my advice, you know, yeah, I, I tend to, I tend to give advice that, uh, keeps you in control of your podcast completely. You own the feed, you own the, the domain, uh, you own, you know, you own everything, you know, and I suggest that you use blueberry hosting to uh, store your media files, but that's not necessary. And, uh, you know, and, and that doesn't hurt your ownership of the podcast, you know, so, and, and I, I do tend to do that, but you know, there are people out there that just want to get some, get the word out. So that may not be as important as I think it should be. You know, I, I honestly think if you're going to do something, do it right from the get go. Cause you never know what it'll turn into. You know, when I started my little podcast way back in the day, in 2005, I had no idea, I don't know why that alarm went off, I have no idea why, you know, I had no idea it would it would turn into what it has. Uh, you know, that show itself hasn't really turned into anything huge, but that show has opened up numerous opportunities, you know, I've got speaking gigs, I got, you know, I got a job <laughs> because of it. Uh, I've met all kinds of, uh, of cool people, I, you know, travel, uh, you know, lots of things have opened up because I started that little podcast. Had I not owned that little podcast, who knows what would have happened? You know, I own the domain. I own the, uh, you know, all that intellectual property is mine. You know, not, not that it's the greatest thing in the world. Get I get that, but I'm just saying, you know, so you never know what it's going to turn into. So, you know, if you start out, you know, with the, the proper platform, you'll do well. But the thing is, you know, not all advice is for everybody. You know, uh, 
having a WordPress site, yeah, that's a little bit of work. But guess what? WordPress is, you know, it's somewhere north of uh, of 25% of the entire internet. And there's a lot of people out there using it. And, you know, learning it is probably a good thing. And running your podcast from it is also probably a good thing in most cases. Because, like I said, you control it. You know, you get to control that uh, that little piece of the internet. You know, and a lot of podcasters are also bloggers because blogging and podcasting are the same thing. And, you know, they also do other things on the site. And just having a home base, you know, I, I still think that's good advice regardless of who you are. But, you know, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, not everybody wants to take ads. Not everybody's interested in, you know, changing the entire world with their little podcast. I mean, you know, some people niche way down, you know, and that's actually the, the better way to podcast. So, you know, don't worry about the numbers so much. Uh, as I talked to with uh, Paul Culligan on the last episode, you know, it it's not, you know, a pure numbers game. It's, you know, are you reaching the right people? You know, if you're reaching the, the correct people, if it's 50 of the, the right people versus 500,000 of just people in general, <laughs> you might be doing better. But like I said, everybody's got their own goal. And, you know, just be careful of the advice you take and who you're taking it from. You know, just look at, you know, the perspective. You know, my perspective here is, you know, you should just own everything about your internet presence and never promote anything that you don't own. I mean, yeah, promote the fact that you're on Apple, you're on Google, you're on Stitcher, you're on TuneIn, you're on Spotify, all that. But send them to your website and then give them all that option. You know, that, that's good advice, I think, for just about everybody, you know. I've been playing around with uh, other platforms and other ways of doing things. Uh, I've got a, uh, believe it or not, I have a show on Anchor called A View from the North. Go check it out. It's just my little experiment on Anchor just to see how that platform works and, and you know, playing around with various ways to produce a, a podcast and it's kind of fun, you know, and with the uh, anchor being bought out by Spotify, who knows what's going to happen over there, but, uh, you know, the platform is sort of solid I, and I don't like their business model. And, uh, I also don't like the fact that it, unless you go through some backflips that they submit the thing to Apple and all that. So you really don't even own that listing. So that's, that's a little bit depressing, but you know, they, <clears throat> they have their good points. So you know, it's kind of fun to uh, to play with the other platforms like that. And, you know, but would I put all my eggs in that basket? Heck no. You know, I'm going to always send you back to my website, podcasthelpdesk.com, or in my case also, mikedell.com, because at mikedell.com you can see all the podcasts that I'm doing, and you can subscribe to everything I do. You know, whether good, bad, or indifferent, uh, it's all there. And, you know... But I, like I said, I'm an advanced hobbyist. Uh, you know, I'm not a. I'm not going for you know the big uh, money sponsors, and not going for you know to to quit my day job. I love my day job. So you know, if, if the podcast takes off, well, it takes off. But you know, I don't expect that, and that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for you know a little bit of uh, you know on this show to help people uh, on my fast food history show because it's an interest of mine and I, I think it's uh, fun to research 
things, you know, like that. And, uh, and, and why not put it out? And, you know, on the Mike Dell's world show, it's, it's just me rambling on just like here, but you know, I'm rambling on about stuff other than podcasting, but anyway, I, I'm sorry. You know, I just, uh, I don't know, felt the, the need to uh, fire up the microphone this morning and, and just put out a little bit uh, of things. Just be careful of the advice you take. And, you know, get several opinions and then tr try to match the people that you are asking for advice from to what your goal is. You know, you don't ask Adam Carolla, you know, how to do your, uh, your podcast on, uh, on science. You know, he, he doesn't know how to do the podcast on science. He, you know, he's not in that niche. He's a, you know, comedian. He does an auto show. He's. He's also a celebrity, so you know he's in a whole different world than the average podcaster. So what he gives you as advice might work if you were another celebrity or something, but you know it's not. It's not going to be advice that, that is very useful to you, or you know if you're asking for you know, how do I get a sponsor, you know ask somebody that has sponsors, and you know ask somebody at your level who has sponsors, you know, you don't, don't go to Gimlet or, or NPR and ask them how they get sponsors because they're in a whole different league than the uh, average indie podcaster, you know, ask the independent podcaster that has a sponsor, how they got their sponsor and be creative about getting a sponsor. There's, there's other ways of getting a sponsor than the traditional, you know, CPM model. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I remember back in the day, a friend of mine had a podcast and he hooked up with a, a vendor that uh, sold products in that genre. And he just called him up one day and he says, Hey, you know, would you like to sponsor my podcast? You know, I'll, you know, at the beginning of the show, I'll say sponsored by whatever the store was. And, and, uh, you know, in the middle, I'll do a little 30 second host read endorsement and, uh, we'll just get a promo code and you just pay me, uh, you know, pay me a commission on the sales or, you know, or just a flat rate. You know, you, you pay X amount of dollars per episode and, uh, we'll do four episodes a month or, or one a week or however that works and, uh, all that. Well, he was, uh, getting his house payment covered by this company just for doing his little podcast. Never once did the, uh, sponsor ever ask, you know, how many people listen to your podcast. Uh, they never asked for statistics they just, they were happy with the results. They were getting a fair amount of referrals from that podcast and it was worth it enough to uh, pay him enough to, to pay his house payment. So, you know, there's more than one way to, uh, to do that. It, uh, you know, it's not uh, one size fits all. So, uh, you know, be, be a little more creative. Anyway, I know this has been kind of rambling and uh, no particular, uh, uh, topic, but sometimes I just have to do that. So, and I know this is, this episode came out a little close to the Paul Culligan one, so uh, please go back and listen to uh, the previous episode, 115, and uh, also go back a couple more episodes and listen to Elsie Escobar, uh, in my interview with her, and uh, even a few more episodes back, uh, Evo Terra. So, you know, some of these uh, interviews are, are pretty cool. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you don't have to interview people to do a podcast. I, I do that every once in a while just because, you know, I have friends that are uh, podcast pioneers, and I really uh, enjoy talking to them uh, once in a while about, 
whatever's going on in podcasting or whatever. I don't. You know, uh, iPhones, by the way, their alarms are annoying because if you don't turn them off the right way, they they come on every nine minutes. I know, but you know, every button you hit is snooze unless you hit the one little dinky button that says stop. Anyway, huh, rant over. Um, so, anywho, catch me next time. Go back to podcasthelpdesk.com and be sure to uh, listen to the interviews uh, of uh, all the uh, gurus I've interviewed over the years. Uh, they're all available. I think uh, Rob Walsh, Todd Cochran, Rob Greenlee, Dave Jackson, Ray Ortega, Daniel Lewis, uh, I guess uh, Evo Terra, Elsie Escobar, and uh, the latest one, Paul Culligan, and I'm sure I missed somebody in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, catch me later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.